0: What's going on, guys? My name's Colin. Welcome back to the second episode of the Octagon Talk podcast. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Fly.
1: What's up, guys?
0: And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, uh, Cam. How's it going, man?
2: Hey, what's up, family? What's going on, Kyle and Alvin? Not
0: Yeah, thank you for coming on. And um, for the listeners, Cam is a professional MMA fighter.
2: Scratch, ah. scratch, scratch. <laughs> scratch yeah. that, scratch, scratch scratch that,
0: I'm an amateur. Yeah, amateur. He wants to become pro. Yeah, he, he's oh, he, up yeah, and coming. Yeah, yeah. Yo, <laughs> yeah. keep him in mind. Other, <laughs> up <laughs> and coming, coming. amateur. <laughs> so um, yeah. I just kind of want to jump right out. And uh, first question, um, I just, what made you want to get into
2: the MMA fighting scene? <laughs> well, yeah. I've always kind of been, like, a competitor, you know, I've always been, like, big into sports, and I found out that I'm not really too much of a team player, so I found that MMA is something that I could individually kind of pursue with the team, you know, versus playing with the team, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, just just the whole, I, and I think, and I also think, like, I want to say, like, I used to wrestle, so, you know, okay. the, my love, my love for wrestling kind of carried over into MMA, you know, I, I started doing a little bit of boxing, but I was thinking, hey, man, if, if I used to wrestle for six, seven years, why take away my strongest suit? Mm. Right. Yeah, me and Fly were talking about on
0: the, on the first episode, is it? easier to come into the ufc or like the mma scene with a wrestling background or like a stand-up striking background uh mm. i'd love to get your thoughts on that
2: uh, I'm, I'm gonna say me personally of course i gonna be biased i would say wrestling is the stronger suit but then then again you know there's some wrestlers that have a hard time transitioning to the sport because of the stand up every fight starts yeah. on the feet right so right if, absolutely if if you're if you don't have that uh mobility to get down to striking it's it's kind of hard to transition to MMA with just a strong wrestling yeah that kind of right. uh, that
1: kind of reminds me of like when Ronda Rousey her first few fights you could see her striking wasn't really that good but she had such a good wrestling and and like, ground game that if somebody couldn't stop her from getting to the ground, she'd win every fight. It's kind of what it reminds yeah. me of. Absolutely. So
2: that's, that's a very good comparison. How far would she have gotten? You know, if, <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> not
1: that far once people stopped her from getting to the ground, really.
0: Yeah, once they realized she had, like, basically no stand-up.
1: It was really bad. I mean, but her her ground was so good. It got her at least, what, a belt? and you know, like, yeah. what, a few defenses? One defense, too? I mean, so, it's not me. Mean...
2: Yeah, don't get me wrong, like, yeah, wrestling can get you pretty far, but to the highest of high levels, there's this going to be into it? Yeah, there's going to be that a- is
1: interesting. Most of the champs, though, before I think, I think it was before took it, Most of them had a wrestling background, right? Usman, Stipe, DC. Before that, I mean, they had wrestling backgrounds. Uh, true. so I mean, it, true. I think it just depends on matchups, really.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um. Well, what what gym do you train at? Fight Style Fitness. Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Um mm-hmm. any big name guys there that you that you prefer to train with or spar with? You got your favorites?
2: Uh, we're it's like a relatively small gym, but there's some talent in that gym. My my coach, he's he's had a a three or four year pro career. Oh really? And he's, he had a pretty good streak going on. He's a, he fought at light heavyweight and he trained for over, you know, 25 years, really a lifetime of skill. So, uh, what's your coach's name? Carrie Perkins Kerry.
0: Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um,
1: yeah. What do you oh, do yeah, during that like, yeah like that training regimen where like, what do you really train on before fights and stuff? And just like overall.
2: You know, I'm I'm still relatively new to the sport, mm-hmm. and I had to take away a lot from my last fight. Um, what I took away was that my conditioning needs to needs to match my level of skill or my okay. skill and be output. this yeah. right exactly.
1: Okay. So you've been focusing a lot on conditioning and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I've been trying to work more and spend more time because I, I remember before my first fight, I was, you know, maybe hopping on the elliptical uh, 30 minutes in the morning, and, and that's just not enough. The okay. the amount of uh, energy and output you need to have for a three-round fight, uh, elliptical, biking,
0: it's just not going to be enough. Okay. Yeah. you got to have a ton of conditioning, even for three-round, five-minute fights. Like mm-hmm. there's even people in the UFC who you can tell can get like professional athletes that get gassed in three round yeah. fights, which is crazy. That's,
1: That's true. Like that that Sean O'Malley fight, looking like in the third round, that guy who just his debut, he looked a little tired and he start, he, he started putting his guard down a little bit, stuff like that. It was it was crazy. Mm-hmm. He had a crazy chin, but he he definitely was gassed for that in that in that third round.
2: Mm-hmm. What well, is his nice Chris uh, Monatino. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure something he time, actually something of the sort. Yeah, I was I was actually pretty impressed by his performance as far as like being being his debut. <laughs> yeah, that is, I think we were <laughs> against Sean players. O'Malley uh, being the undercard for Conor McGregor and that support. Oh my god, I would have I would have I would have fainted. <laughs> I
0: was fully expecting Sean O'Malley to come in first round knockout, get his bonus money but no like chris man he just had that chin and he just kept pushing forward and he was the advancer yeah. like he didn't land that many strikes but fuck he didn't go down i think he only got i think he only got knocked down once and that was like at the end of the first round
2: yeah yeah it was hats off to him you know 12 day notice uh taking that fight and um uh, i'm not going to say he he performed well but under, right. the circu- under the circumstances, he
1: exceeded the expectations. My- really,
2: honestly, yeah.
0: So, um, speaking of your first fight, uh, I'm curious. So, when you're sitting back in the locker room, getting ready to go out there, what what's going through your head? Like, how, how do you stay? Try to stay calm.
2: You know, you know, um, it was a learning experience. It really was. Uh, you know, thank to God, I came out victorious, but. You know, I did everything wrong as far as the preparation leading up the hours before the fight. I'm, you know, uh, in the lobby area area watching the fights go on. I'm watching the first fight. I'm watching the second fight. I'm, like, the seventh fight in line, and I'm, you know, cheering with the rest of the crowd. So I think I kind of, you know, got lost in the excitement of being around that atmosphere. Which was, which in hindsight was probably not the best thing. I shot. I probably should have been bunkered away in the locker room, calming my nerves instead of mm. getting my adrenaline pumping through the roof, cheering for right. other teams. You know. Yeah. Is that what you plan on doing for your next fight coming up? Abs. Absolutely. I'm. You know, try to stay zen. Until yeah. the moments before I don't know because, if you
1: do, but I'm actually I'm actually going to that fight. Did you know that?
2: <laughs> oh, you <coming laughs> yeah, out? I Kathy told
1: you. Yeah, I'm, I'm hey, actually going
2: to your next fight. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. And that's and that's part of it. That's part of the, the thing I want to, you know, overcome. I think that's going to be an obstacle in itself. Is you know, you don't want to let the people around you down. You Absolutely. don't want to. You yeah. don't want to embarrass yourself. So yeah, for sure. you know, all in,
0: all in. And uh, speaking of like the locker room thing, because I've seen UFC fighters say like, it's almost like a nightmare back there sometimes. Like you're just super anxious. I know, um, oh, who was, it? I can't remember the name. He says every time before a, th- a fight, he throws up before he goes out. Cause he's just so nervous. Yeah. Good lord. Which-
1: do you get, like, an adrenaline rush? Like, like when, that, when that fight started, right, and, like, they let you guys go at each other. Did you get, like, an adrenaline, adrenaline rush or anything? Like, what happened? How were you feeling?
2: Yeah, like, like I said, I, I think I messed it up. Like, I let my adrenaline get to the roof, like, right. the second fight. Before my fight even started, oh. I was, like, already pumped through the roof. And then by the time my fight started coming around, I really started to, like, drop. You know, I felt oh, like okay. I was, like, oh, I'm getting tired. <laughs> it's exhausting being a part of the crowd. Uh, so crazy. so so for all the fighters out there listening, if it's your first fight, you don't wanna be out there cheering for you know every single one of your teammates or watching all the fights, getting your blood pumping. You wanna kinda get away from that and get into a place where you can relax and zen until those final moments before the fight.
0: That's some good advice.
2: These many fighters
0: are listening. You better take that <laughs> into consideration. So, um, I'm curious. Like, I guess kind of. Um, do you have a favorite like wrestling move, like submission that you've always like was your favorite, or like a mm-hmm. like um like a strike, like a, let's say like a Superman punch, just for example.
2: Like my, have I found my signature yet? Um, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say, um, uh, my my blast double, like I'm, you know, I told you I come from a wrestling background, and there's a mm-hmm. lot of moves that I loved in wrestling that just won't work in this world. You know, it's a it's a different, it's a different setup, it's a different, yeah. um, it's a different thing when you're in there, so you can't really do everything you would like to do. But I found right. that the blast, like the blast double leg takedown, uh, transitions pretty well for me. Okay. So, would you
0: so like in your wrestling style is if you take a guy down, are you the type of guy to start ground and pounding? Are you the type of guy to try and go for a submission early? Um, just kind of work him to where he gets exhausted and then.
2: You know, that, that's, that's the, that's the, I, that's my idea going into a fight or when I'm in the practice room that's the game is block. to, is to, is to uh, find position, meaning uh, get to a place where I'm in, you know, not in the guard. I'm either mount side or, I mean, even half guard would be better than uh, full guard, but mm-hmm. I get to that position I punish them as much as I can. And once you punish the person and they're exhausted, they're feeling your weight on top of them, they usually give you up a submission. They usually say, here, here, take my arm. (laughs) You know, (laughs) know, they're they're posting out on you. They're trying to, you know, stop the punching, but they just give you a submission. So I found that uh, if you get to your position first, you you rain down punches, then a submission will open up.
0: Okay. So, um, I, you're obviously into the UFC, so I'm curious to who your favorite fighter is, let's say, all-time and currently.
2: Mm. Uh, that's, uh, um, yeah, that's that's a long list. No, i us kidding. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> no, I gotta, honestly, gotta, I gotta say hats off to Israel Adesanya, because yeah. not only is he a, a great fighter in the ring, he's, like, like... I've idolized his his uh, ascension to the top from the moment he got in. His marketing strategy, the way he presented himself, his um, even his uh, mental warfare with other fighters. It's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing of art to me. It's it's new. It really is. It's new. Um, it's it's different. Nobody can really take his style and run with it the same way he does because it's him genuinely it's him that's who he is so wow. you know i like genuine people and you know just because he's uh flamboyant maybe i'm gonna say flamboyant but that his personality is so um outgoing hmm. and loud and loud and maybe some people will see it as cocky i think it's genuine yeah. Him. and to yeah say i that, definitely
0: is, i definitely think that's just him like his personality like in the moment like where he's in a like at a press conference and like off like off camera he's the same way yeah. like he's not playing right. a character when he's on camera mm-hmm. absolutely
1: and, then, and the crazy part is he could back it up though i mean he's just not yeah he's he could back it up right. he's proven it i mean it's, it's really crazy
0: now right. would, would you say izzy is like uh one of your all-time favorites or just
2: he's current? he's he's per- He's he's my current favorite. Um, okay, what about what about all, all time? All time we had to see uh B number at the mid off. Another genuine character. Yep. Um backs up I mean he does he even really talk shit. I can't even say he backs up what he says. I All mean time I've really mean, seen him talk shit was with Connor. With Connor, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's, it's talking shit, but yeah, yeah, he backs up well, what he said. He's a genuine person. No,
1: with Gagey Man. too, the pre fight he was talking about, he's gonna take him down and he's just gonna dominate him. He called it out. I mean he backs it up, he'll let you know what he's gonna
2: do and he's just gonna All right. I mean, Exactly. Yeah. And his his um I, I I think his just his overall dominance is something that you just can't look at it and say like you, you have no choice but to love khabib if you're a real fan i say yeah the only people that don't like khabib are connor fans We're probably yeah probably big <laughs> time
1: connor fans because like he kind of like messed up his uh, path to being one of the greatest fighters yeah.
2: um, <laughs> listen Con- listen connor fans you're welcome here too
0: <laughs> <laughs> um now that we're on that topic uh fly let me get your current and all-time favorite
1: uh Current all uh, current favorite is going to move from Israel Adins- to Israel Adamsania. It was Tony Ferguson, as you know. My second favorite <laughs> though well, is right now is actually Islam Makachev. I'm a big fan of Islam. It's gonna stay like that probably. An all time favorite. Uh, it's probably between Khabib and a prime Tony, but it's probably Khabib yeah. Khabib's just a master class fighter. Yeah, he
0: really just- is.
1: He's in a uh, really like when it comes to like the lightweight, he's just on a level of his own. It's not even close.
0: Yeah, he's he's just a different animal. (laughs) What about you? Um, currently, probably I'd have to say Kamara Usman. Mm. I just I love Usman, dude. He's just he every fight he just gets better, which is crazy to see. So dominant. He yeah and like dominant wrestler. His striking is really good now. He's been working with Francis Naganu. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all time, Nate Diaz got to be <laughs> Nate Diaz. Mm. I love. I him. respect that. I respect I love that the Diaz brothers. Like they just, Nate just doesn't give a fuck about anything. He just goes in there, does what he needs to do. Mm. He's really entertaining. Sometimes, like, most of the time. So what what do they do with Nate Diaz
2: next? What do you think?
0: Oh, that's man. I really don't know. I seen Nate was talking on Twitter that Gilbert Burns called him out. I don't know how I feel about that. Which Gilbert would be Burns an interesting fight, but Gilbert then Nate Burns Diaz is a high class fighter. <laughs> Nate Diaz responded and said he wanted to fight the guy who beat him, which is Usman. Nate oh, wants a title shot. Mm. which I think is not going to go in Nate's favor. Yeah. And I don't think Dana's going to give him the title shot. So what I think might is happen he, if,
2: yeah, is he deserved. I
0: don't think so right now. But if, if Connor comes back and does fight, I feel like they should set up the trilogy. Absolutely. So, I feel
2: absolutely. like that'd
0: be a really good return fight. for
2: Absol- Connor. Absolutely. That's yeah. We've been I'll, waiting I'll for that shit that. for years. We're signing the petition. Yeah. <laughs> <them done. laughs>
0: <laughs> so I I think that would be the next best move for Nate. He waits until Connor's back and healthy. He can get a full camp, and then they can run the trilogy.
1: And they push the Connor mm-hmm. bouncing back from an injury injury narrative. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: watch. Um. So we talked about favorite fighters. Let's talk about least favorite fighters. You got a least favorite fighter in the UFC camp? Like who you just
2: uh, don't like uh honestly man all those guys like uh all those guys have just kind of inspired me in different ways I, I would say there's been there's been moments where i've kind of like looked at behaviors and and kind of like uh, like i said i like genuine genuine uh, genuine people and it just seems like to me like I understand the whole sell in the fight thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a point. There's a point in time like where I feel like you cross the line. Like speaking of like uh, the Conor McGregor outbursts during the press conference. Oh and, yeah. And, and to me, and to me, like watching that was was uh, almost like uh, he was he was almost trying to uh, convince himself. I seen weakness and insecurity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and to to me, I I can't say that I don't like Connor. I'm I'm a big Connor fan as well, but at the same time, with that type of behavior, it it, it's a little cringe for me. Yeah. Uh,
0: what about you, Fly? You probably got.
1: Uh, (laughs) Um, I mean, it used to be Usman. Because I didn't like yeah. the, the first Masvidal <laughs> fight, but I just can't deny greatness anymore. I mean, he he's he's got my respect now. Uh, I don't like Frankie Edgar because the way mm-hmm. he he uh, the way he just talked about McGregor on his like when McGregor first fought him, I'm talking about he wouldn't last a five rounds and stuff. How cocky he was like I don't know. I, Frankie Edgar's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong, but I think of mm-hmm. all people, he shouldn't be. He's not in place to tell anybody how to fight, especially when he's not holding the belt. So I, I I thought I was a little cocky on his end, but besides mm-hmm. that, most of the people I do like Nganu, though, I'm starting to like, oh, I guess. I but agree. I I, I wasn't yeah. I'm not a big fan of Nganu
0: either. I, <laughs> You're mad he was, beat your boy Stepe.
1: No, I think his hands are still too slow. But I mean, the way he defended that wrestling, it was is is amazing. I mean, his hands are heavy. I just I, I don't think they're that that fast. But but that's 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 about it. I mean, everybody else, I I don't dislike nobody.
0: Okay. Um, you know. For me, fly, you know, John Jones. <laughs> yeah,
1: I forgot. You
0: all, <laughs> all the respect in the world to his fighting game. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal fighter. But man, his off, like off camera stuff when he was doing steroids, he was doing like cocaine and all that. I just, can't, I can't respect. I can't respect him after that. I can't respect any fighter after they take any right. like PEDs or better.
1: yeah, to make them better.
0: Yeah. yeah, I just I can't respect that. And the thing about John Jones is like he was at. I feel like he was at that level where he didn't need to take that stuff. Like he was just already so dominant i
1: mean what what about the case like what's his name mighty mouse would he accident wasn't mighty mouse accidentally taken he got something? Acc- he got
0: somebody gave him stuff and told him yeah like it was cleared like it was legal but yeah, it actually I mean, wasn't
1: so what about a case like that how would you feel about something like that
0: if they have the proof that they were told it was legal and it got cleared then i don't see a problem with it but if they're just lying then that just makes it even worse which I, I I'd, I'd have to look into that case to see if, if it was proven. I mean, I doubt you
1: would like, I mean, Mighty Mouse, I mean, I got, I mean, I don't I wouldn't really say cause John Jones was also on the top of his class, but Mighty Mouse was definitely on the top of his class. So I
2: mean. Right. Yeah. Arguably um, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Right? yeah he was up yeah, there. Yeah, he actually yeah.
1: was up there for sure. I, I, I kind of forgot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When I get asked like my top five, like, fighters of all time it's it's really tough for me where i throw mighty mouse in there because a lot of
2: people forget about him yeah yeah and and the thing is when you fight at those lower weight classes it kind of you kind of suffer from it like people want to see you climb the ranks and this whole new double champ thing and you know that's the thing now If if you don't reach that uh i mean i guess that's the kind of the argument for khabib as well like that he never switched divisions. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um I like, I'm just going to bring it back a little bit. Getting back to like like fighters we don't like. I totally forgot to say this. Um Sean O'Malley. Oh, yeah, you It feels like Sean
1: O'Malley hasn't fought anybody competent enough. I
0: I don't think Sean O'Malley has fought any good people and when he did when the one time he fought like a good fighter, he lost. But mm-hmm. he was talks... Against? Against? It wasn't was it an injury? Uh, oh, God. It wasn't a doctor stoppage? No, it was TKO. But okay. he claimed to have a leg injury after the fight. But Sean O'Malley is like one of the most cockiest fighters I've <laughs> ever <laughs> seen. Like my, I, like I just seven. don't feel like he's... Pro- like I don't think he's proven himself. Until he gets like a top fifth, like a ranked top fifteen, top ten guy, and he beats them, then I will respect him.
2: Hey, I I have a prediction for you. I think you're going to be respecting him in the near future. Let me hear. Let me hear. I think he's going. I think he's going to ascend to the top of that weight uh, division. Was a lightweight, right? If not the champion, he should be in the top three.
1: Whoa, hold on. There's Charles Oliveira in there, man. I mean.
2: Dustin Poirier no, 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 no. is
1: in that weight class, Sha- oh,
2: isn't he? Shot O'Malley.
1: Yeah, Shot O'Malley's no. lightweight, right? You know,
0: no, he's bantamweight. a bantamweight.
1: Oh, there's oh, He's the bantamweight champ. It's uh
2: Sterling. Oh, it is it's Sterling. Ster- no, Pierre,
1: you're in that class, man.
2: That <laughs> listen, listen. That <laughs> oh. that division, that division there is so stacked right now. I'm so excited to see. Really what Really is. In the yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I- I there's so many Sean fights to make.
1: I think I like Peter Young. Like, now, a- I do
0: think Sean O'Malley can climb his way into the rankings, but...
1: I can see him peak top five, top three, maybe. I don't know. In, like, in,
0: his last fight, he called out Jan, he called out Cody Garbrandt. I, he's not,
1: but he's not fighting Jan or Garbrandt. I don't
0: <laughs> speaking shit. of Garbrandt, I think that's one of the fights to make if O'Malley beat ends up beating a ranked guy is garbrandt versus o'malley because those two have been back and forth for like over a year they're now both, they're both he, trash he called, yeah he,
2: he called him out that's Damn.
0: i mean that's, and I, sean o'malley calling out Piotr Jan is just really i like, i really don't. it might be like a uh, smart like business wise but i don't think o'malley wants any part of that fucking <laughs> monster other uh, guys, that
2: guy's... Is- I would like to see him take some more fights before he sees... Yeah, getting- yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but,
1: yeah, yeah, but in, in terms of the Garburn fight, I could see it happening. I mean, look look what happened with um Michael Chandler. He went to a champ fight, second fight. So, I mean, I mean, if they don't care, if they're letting a guy who, in a second fight in the UFC, get a championship fight, I, I could see a shot. O'Malley. If
0: Dana out. thinks it's going to be a money fight, he'll fucking make it happen, yeah. which I think that's a money fight. I
2: think that brings mm. in a lot of people, a lot of viewers... I, I probably got some um, unpopular opinions on that weight class. I think I think TJ might might grab that belt. Ooh. And I think, and I, and I honestly believe that Aljamain Sterling has what it takes to beat Peter Young. I don't think so. No. I, uh, I he so. just got
1: outclassed in like everything.
2: We if we if you watch that fight back, I think he he took he had some major mistakes as far as pacing himself and um uh he had great uh case control as far as like taking yeah. taking that first foot forward and putting pressure. Yeah. But he he did make some major mistakes that I think he even looked back in correct. I think yeah. there's more to take from that fight than then he
1: lost. And he and he and he got the technical win, so I mean I guess, but she really didn't want to accept it. But,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, Which, I that, don't think any UFC fighter want, would want to accept yeah, yeah, that and, type and of it, win. It's crazy
1: that Jan's quarter, corner told him that he could hit him.
0: Too. Yeah, that's really yeah,
2: weird. I can't
1: that happened. He looked at the corner and asked if he could hit him and they said yeah. Like I, I can't believe that. They threw a belt out for him. It's crazy. Yeah. I I yeah. never understood that. Yeah, but we
2: gotta we gotta get I'm not saying let's get behind Al Sterling, but we got to stop pretending like he's not uh, top five. Oh, sure. I got him top five. Not, 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 not saying you guys at all, but uh, the, the, okay. the internet is running with oh, his, okay. his, his, his narrative. Because they, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. they,
1: <laughs> like they think he wasn't supposed like to like win, a, which he
2: wasn't, but
1: that doesn't make him right. out of the thing. You know what that reminds me of? It's kind of how they're treating Justin Gaethje after he lost to Khabib. When are we getting a Gaethje at. fight? He, he only right. lost to the best fighter. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, but, where, right. but where is where
2: is Gaethje at? Where, no, not, why are we not here? That's what I'm saying. Him? That's not
1: How is that fair to Gaethje? He only lost to Khabib. It's not I fair to Gaethje. It. Like, he, he I, I still think he's the second, third, probably ranked guy in that class. That,
0: still, no. that fight that Chandler had against Oliveira, that was Gaethje's
1: fight. That was Gaethje's fight. Gaethje lost to Khabib. That's not a fair assessment. I really don't think it is,
0: but in, in the future, I feel like they should make a Gaethje versus Chandler fight, maybe That's a so Gaethje, good. whoever. Uh, so if, like Gaethje fight, and then Poyer versus Oliveira. Mm. Whoever right. wins that, whoever gets the belt, sure. And then whoever wins the Chandler Gaethje fight will get that title shot.
1: Mm. You know who's a good fighter? Ch- who's Chandler been?
0: And Gaethje? Yeah, yeah, I mean, nah, that'd
1: be fun. I, I, I still got I, I just I just think Gagey's really nice. I think Gagey would won. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't like Michael Chandler that much. That's another one. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about it. Uh, it's just the way
2: I like that. I like I like I like how he stepped Oh, you cut
1: off. Oh. They we'll back yeah. but, but, um, but Oh yeah, he disconnected disconnected, huh?
0: Oh shit.
1: Me, did he? No. I think it'll be fine. But anyways, but, let me just continue until he comes. Yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh a sleeper, I think, uh is Banil Daryush. That guy is so he's a oh, like third rank? Sure. And how much do people talk about him?
2: They really don't. I oh, think Islam is Islam is Islam, Islam is one win away from a, a title shot. You, you see how much of a smile
1: be. got on my face when he said his name? Oh <laughs> man. I love that guy, man. He's really I forgot who called him who called him a Khabib like clone or blueprint?
0: It was um Oh, it was uh, fucking Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker's not mm. that guy to be. Who saying. lost to a dude from Bellator yeah, in his I UFC mean, debut. Got,
1: I mean, he got knocked out.
2: But Hey, just... uh, Michael, Michael Chandler could very well be the bell holder. I don't know if you guys uh, paid attention in that first Charles round of the. Fight. He that could first, That first round. That was well, a very close. Well, he, very well. he very well could. He though. was close to ending that fight. He was very close to ending that
1: oh, fight. I no, don't but I didn't expect Charles Oliveira to get a win via TKO. I thought it was gonna be submission. If anything, it was kind of
2: yeah.
1: impressive. Yeah, yeah Charles that, a was yeah.
2: a submission. the trick out of his bag. On that That's one. kind of like
1: the Masvidal <laughs> Usman when Usman literally was the first person to knock out Masvidal, like ever in his career. That was crazy.
0: Yeah. After Masvidal said he had he wouldn't be able okay. to knock him out,
2: he had no punch power. Yeah, I got. I can't lie. I pre- I predicted uh Jorge Masvidal to walk away with that win. Yeah.
1: Really, I, I
2: really, I really saw it that way. But uh, yeah, all respect to Kamara because I never seen he could have knocked out a baby horse with that punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have. That was such a nah, it was great uh, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. Speaking of strikes, who do you think has the best jab in the UFC? Cam, Callum, oh, Usman. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm interested. In who you think has the best jab in the UFC?
2: Hmm. Who. Uh, <sighs> Are we talking about currents?
1: Current, currents,
2: currents. Currently, yeah. oh uh, yeah, you gotta say Camaro you See, yeah. But if it's if you it, if are talking about all time, um we can we can go back and you gotta pay attention to those GSP moments. Where, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he he has so many variations of the jab. He has he has so many tricks up his sleeve, like just with the jab alone. Like I think I think he used to throw a lead Superman punch. Yeah, he did and no one throws that. There's no um, one throwing that today. <laughs> yeah, you don't see too many Superman
0: punches anymore. He's really out of style right
1: now. I don't
0: really know. Yeah. Speaking of like out of style strikes, Corey Sandhagen, his flying knee is oh, disgusting, oh
2: my dude. I really wish oh my like, he perfected it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Corey <laughs> Sandhagen Corey Sandhagen is a scary man. I I one, think he's due for a title shot soon. One thirty 130, one thirty five, um five eleven. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, he's like, big just, for that division. This yeah, he's a big yeah, he's a big uh Like he's he's definitely he's definitely going going towards the top still. I, I think that fight uh Saturday night just proved how good he was, actually. Yeah. I mean even was, though he yeah. lost even even though he took the loss. Mm. That was a really good fight. I loved it. I loved every minute of it.
0: Yeah. Um. So let's see. Oh yeah. Um. So let's get back to like your uh, MMA career. Um. What are some of like the? Are there any like downsides to your profession?
2: Uh, I mean, things uh, that affect you negatively. Well, there's there's definitely sacrifice. That comes along with it there's a lot of sacrifice right. to, that i had there's a lot of things that i've been doing as far as um backing away from work and had to kind of find a, a job where i can fit the schedule to train like the way i wanted to mm. so um and, and to be honest with you like somebody that's really dedicated uh putting full force into something it, it affects the other areas of your life it really does it's kind of it's kind of something that you gotta uh, come to terms with because if if you're not willing to to lack in other areas of your life i don't think there's a way you can be great hmm. um
0: okay so what about perks are there any perks to what you're doing
2: like I, I think overall it's
1: just Oh he cut off again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's hey, right. Um again yeah, yeah, when his mic is back Yeah off. yeah yeah. Nah, I mean, I mean Perks is having
0: just... fun. Oh you're Cam, your your
1: yeah. <laughs> your stuff cut off. Yeah. Your stuff cut off. It's cut Yeah, yeah, you're good
0: now. I was sorry about that.
1: No, you good. No, yeah,
2: you're I was good. saying, I I was saying that um yeah like the positive things about it like just you know yeah like you said it's fun you know, mm-hmm. learning these different styles of fighting and feeling like you're not weak in any areas and you are just seeing yourself develop as a person throughout the discipline and training is i mean i'm actually like fall, falling in love with it you know
1: yeah i do got a question How how about your mental state how does that feel like do you feel like, more composed, like, or, like, does it feel like, do you feel like anything outside of, like, the ring? Does it feel like you gain anything from all this
2: stuff? Yeah, I, I think, I think so. I think, you know, just overall, like, when you're living a life of dedication to, towards something, yeah. um, you wake up with a sense of purpose, okay. you know, right. what, what, what kind of like a pet like a pep in your step you know just knowing that you have something that you want to accomplish like i like was speaking of some like accomplishments like i think starting this podcast the author gonna talk was like <laughs> i think that's it i can't wait to see how big this grows too because you know i got afraid. faith in, i got faith in you guys
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: when i like
0: and I, I got the idea and i talked to fly about it and we did the first episode i'm i just felt really good i'm like I think this can go somewhere and it just kind of got me motivated to, you know, yeah,
2: I absolutely. Will doing it. Man.
0: Um, so when I was thinking up questions and writing the, all, these all down, I didn't write this one down, but I was, I thought about it. So if you're, say you go, where, like, say you go to the grocery or like a grocery store or something, and there's a bunch of people in there, do you think in your yeah. head, like, damn, I could really just beat the shit out of all <laughs> these people? <laughs>
2: like no one's gonna fuck with me uh you know honest honest moment here yes no 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 no. you know there's something about me i've always had like this competitive you know drive in me so i've always kind of like uh measured out the room of of people or you know my situation i always kind of measured it out and Okay. See who would give me a problem, who wouldn't give me a problem, but I would say like since I started, you know, uh, definitely more on the upside of who I can take and who I can't take. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sizing them up.
0: Um I'd actually like to bring up the next uh pay per view with you. The uh Derek Lewis versus um game fight. Uh what are your what are your thoughts on that?
2: Oh man. I kind of, I kind of don't understand, I mean, I understand it, but uh, the fact no. that it's a, that's a title fight? No, yeah, we
0: were talking about that at the yeah, last episode, like, uh-uh. we didn't understand why it's an interim fight, not like a number one contender fight.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a little weird, I mean, Francis Ngannou's just got the belt, um, he's been sitting with the belt, well, it's only been like four months, right? Yeah, it's been like four, that, months yeah, that. Been four months now. Yeah, about four months now, it's that, you know, um, I think it's just, it's a, it's a tactic plan on the UFC's part to, you know, to bring out these, uh, big fights out of the heavyweight division, I guess, that they don't want anybody to, um, uh, feel like they're needed, you know, they don't want John okay. Jones to feel like he's needed in the heavyweight division, oh, okay. I feel like, yeah, I can, is, yeah, I can definitely, that. I, yeah, I never thought about that, that's, yeah, I would think so. I think it's a strategy from—I wouldn't say Dana White himself, but someone up there is working, working the uh, puppet. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You don't—you don't think Ngannou though, like, would feel disrespected by something like this? I mean, like, he definitely absolutely. And I that, he actually—I
0: think he came out with a statement saying like he didn't understand it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just to get their feet moving. I think you know. I think uh, they want him to feel disrespected.
0: That's just gonna I feel like that's just gonna fire him up and he's gonna be even more dedicated to defending that title.
2: Hey better better for the UFC, right? Yeah wow. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so and that um who do you have winning that fight?
2: I I I gotta go for Derek Lewis. Let's go! Yeah, I, let's I go! Derek Lewis. And it, it might be a little biased on my part. I just want to. See, I want to see his ascension to the top. I want to see. I want to see uh, him and, and Guy to go again. I want to see him, John Jones, go. At it. Great. out.
1: Yeah, I was really tempted to go. The fight's actually in Houston. Uh, Derek Lewis is from Houston, actually. So I was mm-hmm. really tempted to go.
2: Actually, and and to speak of the heavyweight division. The fact that Stipe isn't offered a a rematch, oh, wow. it's kind, it's got, it's got to bewilder me because he
1: won the first one, right?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah he he won the first one. Um, he's had more title defenses in that division, I, I believe in the history of the UFC, right? Yeah, I could be wrong with it. Oh, he probably he has. has. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. If not if not, top three, right? So he's been reigning on top for so long. He loses his belt to Ngannis, somebody he's already lost to, and he doesn't get a rematch. But if you think, on the other hand, um, Daniel Cormier, after his loss, got an immediate rematch, you know? So, yeah. He, he, it's kind of you, you see these games they play, uh, to get those pay per view numbers, and you know, some of it kind of throws the, the morality out of the window. I want to see Steve Bate back in the conversation, yeah. I do.
0: Yeah, that would, yeah, it's, I feel like a trilogy between them would be like a good, maybe it's not the best business move in Dana White's mind. Mm-hmm. If but, amazed,
1: I mean, I, I, have you seen how Ungano defended those takedowns? You, he looked like he was like no man on the planet could stop him. I mean, yeah. it just that's what it looked like. Yeah. So I, I can yeah. see Dana White's perspective on that, saying it's just going to be another uh, wash.
2: He he made he made Steve Bay look a lot like a fireman. I would say
0: that. <laughs> 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 and uh, to answer your question, Steve Bay does have the most uh, defenses in the heavyweight division with four. We got to get him back in the conversation. Yeah, I, I'd like to see him at least fight one more time before
2: he retires. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I mean, all I mean, what adjustments he could make to, to, to beat Ingunu? That might be, you know, splitting hairs. But, mm. but the 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 fact is that he's capable. You know he's yeah. done it before. He's done it before. I mean, I know we've seen seen Ngannou get better, but at the same time, it, it is a fight. You know, right? Sure. And um, yeah. the pro- proper adjustments, he could come out on top. Going
0: back to the, because I'm I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Ronda Rousey had six title defenses. Because I know we, we brought that up earlier. And yeah, I'm looking at, which i didn't think it was six i didn't think it was six Cause, i mean because
1: they didn't put her against no kickboxer striker so, guy like, <laughs> all, like, all,
2: she was like, so dominant so yeah, dominant
1: she, she really like dominated with no stand-up work it's it's crazy like her stand-up so i'm not even joking it was not good at all no nah. it wasn't even i don't even think it was that serviceable if you want me to be honest but she yeah, made it work yeah, On
2: yeah the, she, she doesn't really have reach uh she doesn't really or the have the speed reach. really yeah, it's, it's mm. everything's just not in her favor. <laughs> um, it's really on, on the
0: topic of women fighters, let's talk about the GOAT, the Nunez. Nunez. Uh, Mena she's
2: Nunez. She's the
0: co-main on the pay-per-view, and she's fighting um Jessica... Peña? Is that how you...
1: Is it Peña? Not Peña, right? It's Peña. It's Peña. Peña. Yeah, Peña. And...
0: So we were talking about this last ep- uh, last episode. Like, we just don't. I just, uh, there's no way Amanda Nunez ever loses her belt until she retires.
1: It's it, like I, I don't want to wish injury on anybody, but it has to be a, a doctor stoppage or it just. I don't know. She has to get old. I don't. I don't see it.
2: You know what? uh, Yeah, I guess it's a numbers game at this point. uh, She's thirty. I believe she was I mean, she's thirty-three. She's like thirty-two. Yeah, she's, she was like 30, yeah. she's still in it. Yeah. The- She's still in the middle of her prime, and yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I I would like to say the same thing, but you know, none of these guys are invincible. The closest thing we, thought, yeah. we saw, we saw the invincibles could be, and even still, that's a numbers game. There's everybody's watching her; they're seeing what she's great at, and yes, that power is ridiculous, but. I think there's an answer for everything and I'm not gonna count just pretendia completely out but I still fa- I do favor Amanda Nunez in that fight, but maybe we will see somebody come up uh, from the from the mist and you yeah, know create, create create a new brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um now I asked Fly this question. I think I think I asked you this last episode. Um do you so Cam, do you think Amanda Nunez could beat like a bottom tier male UFC fighter.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Okay, I because I've had that argument with people, and they say no shot. the could beat a male UFC fighter, which I just think is crazy. She's,
1: she's Brazilian. They're out their mind. Brazilian people are the beast, man. I mean, she's she's crazy. She's really
2: crazy. yeah. She she has ridiculous power. Yeah, it, it's if that lands on anybody's chin, they're going right now. I've never seen somebody <laughs> like Chris Cyborg like that, man. Chris, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
1: stuff Chris Cyborg was on. You don't
2: even know. So the what do you guys think about like is the, the Valentina Shevchenko? What would that be? I don't That's... think that that would be more than a trilogy, right? Because they Let's have a trilogy. Um, um, it would be a trilogy, I believe.
1: I think they okay. only fought twice, right? I think if Valentina Shevchenko lost back to back, right?
2: Yeah, she lost both times, but that's that's the only fighter that I. But the see way she Shevchenko skill she set. Really, she got way better from the last time they fight fought.
0: Uh, but both Dude. fights went to the de- decision. Yeah. That's right. I mean, She's a great have, fighter,
1: man, and like. Yeah, I'd, but he'd have to be one, one of the ones that could beat her if anybody.
0: I think that's that's an interesting trilogy to make I think that's just, like again a money fight That that's a money fight that
1: cam stuff cut out again <laughs> oh did it <laughs> cut, out?
2: cut yeah, out you're back you're back oh, no, you're right. okay
1: if you were saying something it did you were quiet
2: no I was quiet I was just okay. listening but yeah, oh yeah what do
1: you think okay. about uh, Rose Yunus rematch against Ke, uh, what's her name Ke, uh, I'm blanking out on her name Nama oh, Yunus against Wei-Li? Uh, Wei Li Zhang Wei Li yeah Sha- yeah
2: Zhang Wei oh yeah that that that's gonna be interesting because I think, um due to the the amount of like hate she was getting from that from that uh from Florida was just kind of overwhelming oh, yeah. in a way. Uh, like uh, some people don't know how to deal with that type of adversity. Yeah, she looked really of, nervous. She looked like but super she, tense, She's such a nice fighter.
1: Like she does. I don't.
2: And that's not the count Rose. That's not to undermine Rose's talent at all. But at the yeah. same time, it had like you had to think like that had to play so fat there. Um, I mean, yeah, still, when I, you're a
0: foreign fighter and you're walking the octagon and the whole crowd is chanting USA and Rose you that's got to get to her head, I imagine.
2: Right, absolutely.
1: I think I think in a rematch, I think Zhang Weili would win. I, I, that's just what I think. But Rose is definitely amazing. Yeah, that's uh, your fighter's yeah, yeah, but I'm a, was, I'm a big Rose fan, but I just I don't think I don't think she was, I don't think she was ready for that fight, but clearly she proved me wrong. But I think in a rematch, Shane Wei Lee's winning.
2: Let's hear your
0: Kyle. let I I think, Wei Lee would probably come out and win if she could work on that like, like that confidence and not to let the crowd get to him. And for example, um, Cody Garbrandt when he lost to Dillashaw, like. The it just like when the crowd was booing him and stuff, he like tried to do too much. Like, true, he would do more than he needed to. But when he went when he fought in the UFC Abu Dhabi. Apex, oh, right. it was Abu, it was Abu the Dhabi, Abu, Dhabi Abu, or they, it was Abu Dhabi when there was no crowd. He looked phenomenal, he looked yeah. amazing. Yeah,
1: true. yeah, I think he had the best record in Abu Dhabi, I'm pretty sure. Like, the best fight, like, in,
0: in there. Pretty sure you did. So, I think if Wei Li can like come over that and just stay confident in herself and not let that stuff affect her mentally, she, she can come out and
2: dominate. Yeah, very well possible. Very well possible. I'm going to have to still go with the unpopular team.
0: There you
2: go, <laughs> a Rose. Could, what
0: a Rose, she could, the the Rose could definitely win that fight. Rose is a, a beast. Yeah, Doug died. Rose, Doug She's, Rose. Yeah, <laughs> Rose. <laughs> I. Th- yeah, that'd be a really good rematch. There's, a, there's a lot of good rematches that I'd love to see, like Usman, Colby, um, Sterling, Yan, uh, Rose, Wei Lee. Li, like, UFC is like in really good hands right now. In terms of, of fights. Speaking
1: of rematches, Cam, what would you think about a Robert Whitaker Israel Adesanya?
2: I'm
0: Ooh, that
2: one. That's going to be... Oh, man. I probably I... fight a year for that one. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll, I'll
1: call him, that fight scares me, because Robert Whitaker's blitz is so good. He's just so, such a good mm. fighter. I, mean, yeah. I think he was in the, kind of like the Khabib type of situation. Like, if Izzy's not in that weight class, he's easily the champ. That's what I think it is for the middleweight, at least. Robert Whitaker's like the easily second. I'm, it's crazy.
2: Yeah, I get behind that statement. Um, Robert Whitaker is a scary individual. I think. <laughs> I think uh, for that first fight, uh, we kind of you seem like him out of his realm. He was loading up more, trying to land bigger shots, yeah. and maybe the mind tricks got to him a little bit. The mind warfare got to him a little bit. I would say well, so, but.
1: Yeah, um, the uh, interview before that actually it was a funny. It was actually a podcast. He was saying that he wasn't worried about Izzy's Hit power, so every blitz Izzy did hit him with a counter hook, and that's ended up what he got knocked down with in the round before the like the buzzer ended, and like the, he got saved on that knockdown. It was that counter hook blitz, and I think him mentally thinking Israel Adesanya's hands aren't that heavy is what made him keep going for that blitz over and over again.
0: Yeah, he'll definitely be yeah. more cautious about blitzing. in the I
2: think I, think I think we're going to see some takedowns. I think we're going to uh, see some yeah. takedowns. Or or takedown attempts. So I, t- 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 I was about to say, hey, I know that
1: Vittori fight when Izzy showed. <laughs> I was like, wow, he really.
0: Yeah, him. like people think him. Izzy doesn't have a good ground game, but like, Absolutely. it's it's good but enough he's... that he can deny and get out, get up off the ground. Mm-hmm. But they will use like examples from like the, the John, or the John fight. But John had like thirty pounds on him. Yeah, there's no way he Izzy's just, getting out
2: from he under. He just that. wasn't. He wasn't ready for that weight class. Let's just no. that. Uh, he, this is he really chicken, wasn't. Is a little shaking his armor as far as his uh career. But I think he could. You know, soon, I, I still want to see a lot of fights for Izzy in middleweight if he comes out victorious over Robert Whitaker I want to see. Uh, I want to see. I really want to see him in Uriah Hall. I want to see that fight so bad. You think
0: Uriah Hall comes back to fight Izzy?
2: Uh, I, I would love to see it. <laughs> you know, uh, I think that'd be fireworks. Uh, that,
0: that probably would. be. Rye Hall
1: is really—he's he, an amazing fighter. He's
0: as well. the third-ranked middleweight. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure he is actually.
0: Yeah, he's top of that class. Eh? He actually um, has a fight night coming up against Sean Strickland. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, July thirty first.
2: And yeah, um, what was his last fight before that? He fought. It was Weidman. When Weidman oh was yeah, Wyden, right. right, and then Anderson. But then it was that. Silva. Yeah, so he's on a he's on a on a path on the way to the top, and you know, I, I mean, honestly, part of me just wants to see, uh, just sign run through the division and then vacate. You know, the fights I want to see, but I think yeah. he can do well in that in that light heavyweight division if he made the right. Um, I think he could. I guess preparation for it. maybe, maybe I, I don't, I don't really, you know, take up on his stance as far as like not needing to gain any weight. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a little outlandish, but I hey, maybe
0: he can prove I, something wrong. I, I definitely thought it was interesting that he wanted to stay at his like walk around weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, versus I really a guy think, yeah, who yeah, has thirty pounds on you.
2: Yeah, I think he had plans already in the back of his head to go back to middleweight. weight oh for regar- sure. regardless if he won or not so yeah. he was you know changing your whole uh frame you know putting on that extra weight it can be a it can be kind of kind of rough to get back down the middleweight. after that's true yeah that is very true i mean yeah it is easy some for
1: some people though to lose that weight like what happened with masvidal how many pounds did he drop before that, uh, Usman oh, fight the it was first like
2: one. Two week notice. It was yeah, like that was
1: crazy. Wow. Yeah.
0: I remember seeing a video of him like in his hotel room, like doing weight loss stuff, and he like,
2: like nearly passed out.
1: Yeah, it's scary. It was it's so intense. Scary. Yeah, that is scary.
2: Yeah, scary thing right there. Yeah, weight cutting is no joke. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. It, Cam, Cam, what weight do you fight at? We I mean, never asked that. Hold
2: oh yeah. yeah. Uh, featherweight you know okay. it's a it's a it's a pretty easy task for me you know um maybe sometime in the future i see myself going up and down i think i want to see how um how possible it is to get me to get down a bantam weight okay. uh, But forty forty five is relatively easy for me it's only a you know a few pound cut for me I'm, i'll walk around maybe one fifty four on the low side of one fifties, you know. So getting a getting a forty five to me is just, you know, skipping a mill. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Honestly. I don't I don't I don't really necessarily believe in I'm not saying I don't believe in the whole weight cut and I just I just know it take years off your life and if I can avoid that, I would. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you watch the if you watch the the How much like Tony Ferguson and um, Khabib have aged over that little like these few years of dropping weight and getting back up is kind of discouraging to me. Mm. Okay. Um. So
0: not not uh two sixty five but two sixty six the Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega card. Oh. Yeah, what what are your thoughts on that? And then I'll ask you a follow up question after.
2: Yes, let me fireworks, man. I've been tuning in to Tough and Ultimate Fighter, and mm. these guys uh, are growing. It. I'm glad they did the show first off because they're mm. growing this disdain for each other. It's like kind of building this hate for each other. Being around, you know, you around someone for too long, if they start to get under your skin, and I think right. it's the right. I think it's the right move. Um, as far as a favorite for that fight, oh my god, it's hard pick. They're both so really good. yeah. Uh, Alexander's so twenty
0: two and one. Ortega's
2: fifteen and one. And Alexander's basically a freaking major. nature. You know, yeah. like this guy. This guy was a rugby, a professional rugby player, weighing in over two hundred and twenty pounds, two hundred and twenty plus pounds, and gets he gets all the way down to to 45. That's crazy. You know, I know he's not I know he's nowhere near like getting up to that weight anymore, but just right. to think that at one time in his life he was 230 pounds is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um for favorites. I I think I'm taking Vulcanosy in this fight. Yeah, it's just something about uh uh, what's the coach over at uh, uh City K boxer? Hugh Hugh Human? Oh um. their head coach their head coaches just got such a great way of putting the, their game together. Like like the game plans they have like for Adesanya, Hooker, uh all those guys is really just kinda kinda showing me like that that's nothing to that's nothing to underlook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I... um yeah go ahead, fly.
1: Wait, did you ask your follow up question? Was that was that?
0: Oh, yeah. uh, go ahead and give the favorite, and then I'll ask the follow up question. Like who you My favorite. got one in this fight? My favorite.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a hard. Word. I'm, I'm
1: gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Volkanovski for this one. All uh, right. What about you, fly? Uh, I also got Volkanovski. I... I, ooh, yeah, I do. That's a tendency. I, I can see a going decision. Uh,
0: yeah. The- All right. So the follow-up question is, um, do you think Max Holloway was robbed in their two <laughs> fights?
2: Versus uh, uh, Vulcan. In their two sure. fights? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Especially the rematch, match. Gosh. Robbed. You know, I see robbed. Uh, I would say he got pit-pocketed. Yeah, know, got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely say difference. he got pickpocketed in the second there's a, there's a difference between you know putting a gun to someone's head and and uh, and, and taking something out the pocket. Okay, yeah, yeah, saying, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I would say
2: it was. not a complete. Like, it wasn't a complete rob, but uh, he I was think held the at majority. He was how the majority. Yeah, more majority of people watching that fight. Saw it my way. I saw
0: Max Holloway uh, taking it. Yeah. Decision. So um, and then also this card, this main card is stacked. It's uh, the co-main event is Valentino Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy, and then Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler rematch. Oh my god! Very excited for that. Curtis Blades versus rosenstrike
2: that's, that's uh, this, this is a phenomenal card. Yeah, it's interesting to me. I love the Nate, uh, the Diaz brothers, uh, Nick especially. Um yeah, I'm very excited for Nick well, to get back well, in the octagon. I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it, uh, but I want—I just have a few questions for you. You know, I want to know. You know, you know why are we here? You know, like what's what's the end goal in this, Nick? You know, right. I, I, I want—I want to see you fight. Yeah, I do. But what where are you going with this you know yeah. is this is this a one-time deal this just is like a money grab for, for yourself or like for the love of the sport thing? or do you really see yourself ascending to the top of that weight class where you would have to eventually Which... fight your own brother
0: I don't think <laughs> okay. so because Nick diaz is 37
2: is exactly. that I, I it...
0: If I had to get my thoughts, I feel like this is a money fight and just to get back in the UFC and get a fight after
2: a three-year suspension. Hey, is that, that what it is? You know, I'm, I'm still, you know, be tuned in to watch it. Yeah, I for love sure. It. I love to see. It. I'm behind him. See, I saw if he wants to grab some money and you know please the fans and show them one more you know classic. I'm yeah. All for
0: Yeah, and I mean their first fight. Oh my God. That was a bloodbath. Yeah. It was such a good fight.
2: Yeah. And, and they're completely, you know, different people today because, I mm-hmm. mean, we were talking about, I don't know, 10 years ago? 10 plus years ago? Yeah, something like that. You know, um, so, we got to see. We got to see how that, uh, you know, any favorites for that? Who's your flatter pick on that? Oh, Nick Diaz. There we go.
0: Took him all day. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I. Uh, oh, I got I,
1: Nick Diaz as well, for sure.
0: I'm I'm blinking on his name. Robbie Jesus Lawler. Christ, Robbie Lawler. He's 39. Yeah. No.
2: Like he's. Uh, yeah. Give me, give me Nick Diaz. Yeah, I I think I'm going with Nick on this one, uh, mainly for the fact that I just want to see what he does with a win. Oh my you know, God! Dude, did he... they fought in 2004?
0: Yeah. That was so long ago. <laughs>
2: So long ago. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, man. I will yeah, I wanna see what he does with that win. What is he gonna do with it? Is he gonna, you know, take it and you know, ride off in a sunset or is like, hey, give me somebody else? Yeah, that'll be really top, interesting to top, see. Top uh, top fifteen. I'm not sure if Robbie Lawyer's top fifteen still, but uh I you don't know. Think some, he is. Yeah, I wanna see yeah, give me someone top fifteen. Yeah, I,
0: I can definitely see Nick Diaz calling out somebody in the <laughs> top 15 if he wins. So let me get that belt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, the fight before that, heavyweight clash, Curtis Blades versus Yair Rosenstrake, or however you pronounce his first name, that's going to be fireworks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, I'm a big Curtis Blades fan. I, I, like... Just his ground game and his ground and pound is just so
2: devastating. Yep. It's yeah, cool. he's def- he's definitely one of the outliers in the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to see a lot of him. He's a young guy too, right? Yeah, yeah he's 30. Oh, yeah. We're going some- to see a lot out of him. I hope so. And then yeah,
0: Rosenstrike. Fuck, he's twelve and two. He's thirty three, but and he has haymakers. Really,
1: that guy's good. Right. That, like, that heavyweight's really multi-hit ass class, right?
0: Yes.
1: Um, actually, Cam. Speaking of the Ultimate Fighter, if you had the opportunity
2: to go onto it, would you? Uh, if I had, if if it was my only opportunity, I would. If it was my only opportunity to get into UFC. I would 100% take it. Um, if, if it isn't, would you? Or no? Uh, if, if, if I had different options as far as, like, which route I would like to take to make it to the UFC, I would rather not do it. But just because the whole reality TV thing doesn't really do too much justice
0: for, yeah. the, char-
2: for the character of these guys. You know, it's kind of like... It, it for me it's like the the whole reality tv part part of it is kind of like an extra weight on you you're living in this house with a bunch of fighters and you're trying to learn how to betray yourself in a way you want the world to do, see the media you. to see absolutely right and it's and, it, and sometimes it doesn't yeah. do a lot of the times it doesn't do a lot of these fighters justice but then again yeah. you know um we gotta bring out the outliers like Kamara Usman that you know came out victorious and now is the welterweight champion of the world. So you know the opportunity presented itself. I definitely hop on board. Hey, Tony Ferguson actually was on the Ultimate Fighter as well. Exactly.
0: Oh, exactly. I feel like you saying like the reality TV show like won't really be for you, but like mm-hmm. think about like Nate Diaz, that mm-hmm. he's just a straight entertainer. So that was like, he was built for tough. Yeah, he
2: definitely was. Yeah. And nice. he could be his genuine self in front of you know the world and the world's gonna take it, you know. Mm. Now um I'll, I'll go ahead. No, I was I was just gonna say that uh, for me personally what I what I want to put myself in that situation Not
1: exactly. Voluntarily not. Okay.
2: Okay. Now,
0: would you, if say you got like a contract offer from like
2: Bellator,
0: would -hmm. you be like right on that? Would you like sign the dotted line right away? Or? 100%.
2: 100%. Especially Bellator is uh, a great promotion. I think they're a little bit slept on. Um, But you got to think about like the the freedom those fighters get in bellator they can they're not like uh i think all their fights are one fight deals so they're not okay. really like married to bellator once, you, once you you're long about
1: contracts yeah for
2: sure right when you with the ufc um yeah you get like four bo- fight that, that's contracts a, that's the best that's the best promotion to be in but you're kind of you know you're married to them I mean right. in,
1: in a way that's good in the sense of you get a job security in the sense of true. Bellator let's say you have a debut and you stink it up you're not getting that next fight look at CM Punk that's if he true. had a Bellator contract he's not getting another one you know what I'm saying. That's,
2: that's very true very true yeah yeah so I would I, w- I would still hop on the opportunity just because um, I think it would give me the experience uh, I need to be in front of those big crowds. And you know, having some type of, you know, I think it would be like a, a step towards the UFC the way I would see it. Oh, yeah. for sure. Uh, maybe, hopefully, we'll see you in Bellator one day.
1: <laughs> That'd be yeah. yeah. that, 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 that would be amazing.
0: I will tune in every fight.
2: That would be amazing if that happened. And um, that's where we'll, we'll make it happen, man. Oh, we'll yeah. see you, see you guys with uh 30 million listeners a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good to we interviewed this guy on
1: our second episode. <laughs>
2: absolutely.
0: <laughs> Alright, I, I think that's everything. I answered all the questions, got in some good fight talks, fighter talks. Um, yeah. So I appreciate you so much for coming on. It was really good having you on. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, of course. And then maybe sometime down the road, we can have you on again for another episode. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, great conversation, Maybe man. after your next fight. Any time you guys want me on, we schedule it, make it happen. All you know, right. I love, I love what you guys are doing. Hey, Amen.
0: Good luck at your next fight. I'm going to definitely have
2: Fly tell me how it went. Hey, no pressure. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 100%, we're going to get, we're, I got a fighter's pick for this one. on top. Uh, <laughs> first yeah, round yeah. KO. Let's go.
0: But, yeah, Thank huge thanks again for coming on. And, um, yeah, it was just a really good talk.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Colin, uh, Fly, man, I appreciate you guys having me on. Of course. Yeah, I guess, you know, next time. Yeah, for sure. Alright. Thanks
0: for uh tuning in and uh we will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks. See ya.